I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from America's finest city, it's the John Cantera Show. <laughs> now, here's the coach, John Cantera on 97.3 The Fan. Hour number two, Coach John Cantera with you at 3 o'clock today, and then we'll get you uh, Gwen and Chris. Uh, we're going to get to Coach's Corner here in a minute, but uh, a couple of things I want to get out there. First of all, you can join 97.3 The Fans, Tony Gwynn Jr. and Chris Ellis. They broadcast live from Rovino the Foodery, located on uh, Market Street in the corner of 9th Avenue in the East Village before the Cubs game. Uh, next Wednesday, September 11th, from 3 to 6 p.m., you can stop by, say hello before the game, and sign up to be the biggest fan to win prizes from 97.3, the fan. Again, that's Rovino, the foodery located on Market Street on the corner of uh, 9th Avenue. Uh, also, a reminder tomorrow, and looking forward to this, uh, because we're always coming and going, and they're here early, we're here later. Uh, we'll have uh, uh, Ben and Woods in studio tomorrow. Uh, Gwen and Chris, yours truly, will be in studio from uh, 12 to 1. Uh, when I get my program underway, we're going to have an NFL roundtable. We'll talk about some of the big issues. We'll talk about the Ezekiel Elliott signing, obviously, and Jared Goff. And we're going to get more into that uh, in this hour of the program. But we'll talk about some of the, the uh, issues around the National Football League. And hopefully you'll be able to join us tomorrow between uh, 12 and 1. And then I'll have John Bacon, a great author, uh, going to join me at about 1.35 tomorrow. He's written an unbelievable book. It's about 421 pages. I was going through it uh, the last couple of days. 421 pages about the Michigan football program. And uh, he'll uh, be on tomorrow. It, the book is called Overtime, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines at the Crossroads of College Football. Big year for uh, Jim Harbaugh, to say the least, there in Ann Arbor. We're talking a lot about the Padres. We're talking about Ronald Bolanos. Great outing last night. Six innings, giving up only those two runs in the first inning. Your thoughts on that? What you want to see out of the Padres in the month of September? And do you feel that you personally, as a Padre fan, I'm asking you right now, and I need your opinion, uh, just like last week when I asked for an opinion on Andy Green, and people were, like, shocked last week that 80% of the people that called this talk show, because normally on talk shows you get some negativity, 80% of the people that called last week said Andy Green should come back for 2020. Let him see this through after he's been uh, through it the last four years. And people found that hard to believe. I had people at the football game had a gross month last week go, man, I can't believe uh, the poll you took and how many people really like Andy Green. And so, you know, I want to get your opinion on that. But I do believe that we're going to all hold the Padres to a much higher standard in 2020. We didn't pick the year. They did. They picked the year. So, you know, next year if we're sitting here 10 games under 500, you know, we're not going to be very happy as Padre fans. But I want to get your uh, phone calls in, 
973 No guest until the 2 o'clock hour. And, boy, we got two good ones in that 2 o'clock hour. we got Darren Ballsley, the Padre pitching coach. Uh, we got a lot to uh, break down with balls today, no question about it. Uh, I want to get his thoughts on Bolanos last night, uh, Paddock going tonight. Padres win tonight. They have a winning road trip after taking three out of four in San Francisco. They're 0-2 right now at Chase Field. But if they win tonight, they got a winning road trip. They'll be off tomorrow, back home on Friday night against the Colorado Rockies. So we got Darren Balsley at 205 and at 235 in studio, the head basketball coach at USD, uh, Sam Scholl, going to join the program. We're going to get out to phone calls. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. But right now, we had to push a little bit later because we had those phone calls towards the top of the hour. Let's get to today's Coach's Corner. Coach Ken Taylor breaks down the biggest stories in the world of sports right now. That was the adult in the gym. In the Coach's Corner on 97.3, a fan. What's up, Coach? Oh, going good today, Adam. Uh, good uh, Wednesday and uh, looking forward to uh, watching some football tomorrow night. I feel the exact same way and listening to it right here on 97.3, the fan. Number one. I know you'll be stunned by this news, Coach, but... <laughs> Antonio Brown is upset again. He posted a picture on his Instagram account this morning of a letter from GM Mike Mayock <laughs> fining him around $54,000 for missing several parts of training camp. Brown responded by saying, quote, when your team want to hate, but there's no stopping me now. Devil is a lie. Everyone got to pay this year, so we clear. Do you think Mike Mayock made a mistake finding his star receiver? No, I think he had to. Uh, if he doesn't find him, uh, how's he going to find the other guys? So, you know, I think uh, everyone uh, will fall in rank. Mike Mayock, uh, you know, he came out with that big statement there when Antonio Brown wasn't uh, doing what he was supposed to do, and now he's stepping up to the plate. I think he's setting a great precedent that it doesn't matter who you are, you're going to be held accountable. So I don't have a problem with it at all. Number two. Well, most of the NFL holdout news is focused on Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon. Flying under the radar has been Redskins left tackle Trent Williams, who did not report to the team today and will not play on Sunday against the Eagles. Williams is a seven-time Pro Bowler and has two years left on his deal. The Redskins have declined multiple trade offers for Williams. Considering the Redskins are likely to be starting a rookie quarterback in Dwayne Haskins at some point this season, should they pay Trent Williams? Boy, Trent Williams been at it a long time, Adam. He's awful good. I, I want to have that left tackle protecting my quarterback. They've got to find a way to get him back to the bargaining table and make him happy. You know, he actually made a statement several weeks ago that he would never play for the Redskins again. Let's see if he's a man of his word. Number three. Roger Federer was eliminated from the U.S. Open last night. Uh, excuse me, dropping in five sets to Grigor Dimitrov. Roger Federer is currently tennis's all-time leader in Grand Slam titles with 20, but Rafael Nadal is right behind him with 18, and Novak Djokovic has 16. Federer is 38 years old, Nadal is 33, and Djokovic is 32. Which of these three players will end their career with the most Grand Slams? I would say uh, Djokovic. He's younger, and he seems to be really hitting his stride, and eventually, you know, there are going to be some young guys come along, but right now Djokovic, the joker as they like to call him, uh, I think he'll uh, end up winning the most Grand Slams. 
Number four. The relationship between Aaron Rodgers and first-time head coach Matt LaFleur has been under the microscope this offseason, with the two disagreeing on joint practices during OTAs and whether or not Rodgers has the freedom to audible at the line. When asked about Rodgers' freedom to audible yesterday, LaFleur responded, quote, You guys will just not stop with this audible thing. It's unbelievable. What do you want me to say? It's comical to me. How will the Aaron Rodgers-Matt LaFleur relationship work out this season? Well, right now, I don't think it's working out all that well. Uh, Tomorrow night, as you mentioned, we'll have the game right here on 97.3 The Fan. The uh, pregame show gets underway at 4.30 tomorrow. And, you know, I don't know. I think uh, tomorrow night, I see the Bears winning the game tomorrow night. Uh, I'm anxious to see uh, if Green Bay ends up losing that game, how uh, LaFleur handles it, how Rodgers handle it, uh, how they maybe have lost the game. I I don't see a great uh, year for the Green Bay Packers. And Matt LaFleur, everything I'm hearing right now really sounds like he's inexperienced. And I don't know if he's surrounded himself with a bunch of guys that are going to be able to take some pressure off of him in his first year as an NFL head coach. But I will tell you this, if I was Matt LaFleur, I would allow Aaron Rodgers to do anything he wants to do with that offense, including audible at the line of scrimmage. Number five. After Saturday's last-second thrilling win over Oregon, Auburn jumped up six spots in the AP poll from number 16 to number 10, despite only leading that game for the final nine seconds. Do you consider Auburn to be one of the 10 best teams in college football? Uh, I think they're uh, one of the t- uh, 10 best team because uh, of the conference they play in SEC. But, no, I don't think they'll be there at the end of the year. But, you know, right now these rankings are really hard to uh, – uh, put a whole lot of stock in because all these big teams, they're not really playing anybody. So, you know, wait till about the, the middle of the season. That's when the rankings start meaning a little bit more to me. And this one is over. That was the coach's corner. Yes, indeed. On 97.3, the fan. All righty. Uh, Adam, how do you look at the rankings? What's your, your take on the rankings this time of year? I don't think they make any sense. There, and, and I think it gives us a lot of, you know, uh, prejudged opinions that aren't really based in fact. I mean, we haven't seen these teams play, and a team that's ranked really high at the beginning of the season is generally going to get the you know some little bias if they lose at some point, and a team that's really low in the rankings or unranked to start the year, they might surge, but because they began the year unranked, it's going to be hard to take them seriously as a true contender. If I'm not mistaken, Adam, and I know you uh, follow college football pretty closely, I think the only team in the top 25 that got beat last week was Oregon. I don't that, think anybody true? else got beat. You might be right, and obviously that was a situation where they pl- they actually played against a ranked right. team. That's kind of an interesting uh, note on that. Well, uh, coach's corner. Now remember, we got bench the coach coming up here at, at one fifty, and bench the coach today. What do we got here? We've got uh, once again, oh, some good Padre tickets. Padre tickets uh, to see the Chicago Cubs next Wednesday night, September eleventh at seven ten. So a bench the coach will be coming up at 150. We'll look to uh, get a contestant uh, ready to go for that one. Uh, I want to get out and get to your phone calls. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. And uh, we'll uh, step aside. When we come back, I want to get into a little bit more of uh, the NFL talk about Ezekiel Elliott, Melvin Gordon, Jared Goff, and, and we'll do that and get your participation. Again, tomorrow night the NFL season opens up. Uh, you're going to hear the game right here on 97.3 The Fan. Again, the pregame show gets underway at uh, 4.30. I've got, I've got the Bears winning that game tomorrow night. And also when we come back, I may uh, at some point today, I want to I share my fantasy team with you. Uh, coaches, untouchables. 
We uh, picked them last night, uh, an auto draft, and uh, I didn't screw it up. I think all the guys here at the station were expecting this old guy to screw up the draft last Wait night. Wait a minute. You did auto draft? Yeah, it was you an d- auto draft. You didn't pick your own players? No, I picked my own players. Okay, but... auto draft is where the computer just picks for you based on whoever's the highest Well, guy they left. said it was an auto draft, but I sat there, and when it dinged, I, I hit on the player that I wanted. I got Drew Brees. How about that? Drew Brees went late in that draft last night. I don't know. Is that good or bad? You play uh, fantasy football, right? I do. And uh, is it good to take a guy like Drew Brees uh, the middle of the rounds? It all depends on what he ends up doing, right? A lot of people think they're going to throw a lot less than they have in the past. But if you know if he still throws a bunch of touchdowns, it could be a good pick. You know who was uh, fairly rated high? Was Lamar Jackson. Because yeah, he'll get rushing good. yards, but he's not going to get many passing yards, is he? But rushing yards are more valuable than passing yards in fantasy football. Yeah, so I, I went the different direction. I went with the old goat, uh, Drew Brees. With that, uh, we're going to step aside. We'll come back. We'll talk more about the National Football League. Jerry Jones got the job done. Whether you like him or not, the guy always seems to get the job done. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Coach John Cantera, we're going to 3 o'clock in the Gwen and Chris program today, right here on 97.3 The Fan. Well, thanks for joining me today. We have a good time here, uh, 12 to 3, uh, Monday through Friday. And if you'd like to uh, jump into the fray and give me your uh, take on the world of sports, I'm uh, here until 3, and then I'll turn it over to Gwen and Chris. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Also, a reminder, coming up in the next 30 minutes, you uh, better listen. Your name may be called, and you give us a call back to win a pair of tickets to the Padres Dodger Series. Uh, you get uh, a game on September 24th. The uh, bad boys in blue will be here. Boy, they're they're continuing to play great baseball, that Dodger ball club. But they'll be taking on the Padres September 24th. You'll also be entered into our grand prize drawing for a two-night stay at the Venetian Resort in Las Vegas, including a trip to Legacy Stadium. The ultimate sports bar with a stadium-like uh, 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 stadium-style seating. Uh, make sure to sign up at 97.3thefansd.com slash biggest fan to enter. So, again, we'll be uh, throwing out that name here in the uh, next uh, 30 minutes. And uh, hopefully uh, whoever's out there and their name's called, they will uh, uh, dial us up and uh, get a part of that uh, big prize and get out to see the Padres take on the Chicago Cubs. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. want to hear from you Padre fans. Do you uh, believe what I said earlier? Uh, because the Padres put the target of 2020 on their back, as you as a fan, if you're a season ticket holder or just someone who goes to, you know, five to 20 games a year, are you going to hold the Padres to a higher uh, accountability next year? Because they said next year's the year they're going to get the job done. So I'd like to hear from you on that. I do want to get before the bottom of the I want to get to the NFL a little bit. Uh, and again, you know, it's tough being a sports talk show host in San Diego because I know there's a, a segment of the audience that doesn't want me to talk about the Chargers. I totally get that. But I also feel there's a segment of my audience that wants me to talk about the Chargers. And the best way for me to gauge that is by you calling in, if you're a Charger fan, to give me a call. If you're not a Charger fan, call about the Rams or the 49ers or the Eagles or whoever. Because I do want to talk about the NFL. I mean, the NFL's great. Uh, I don't buy into everything that Roger Goodell tells the public. Uh, I don't necessarily like the way NFL organizations run their business, but I do enjoy the games on Sunday. 
I guess if I had to pick, I would say that I probably, without a doubt, enjoy college football a lot more than I do the National Football League. And I think one of the reasons, it's not because the players aren't talented. Hey, let me tell you, if there's a game on, I'm going to watch it, okay? But if I had my druthers, if I had to pick a a USC game in the Pac-12 or uh, Carolina in Jacksonville, I, I would pick the USC game. Okay, probably if UCLA was playing or San Diego State was playing, I'd rather watch that than just, you know, two teams I don't really care about a whole lot in the National Football League. But, you know, like Sunday night games. Sunday night is my favorite game of the week. And the reason for that is because you're working, 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 and all of a sudden the weekend's about ready to wind down, and the last thing you're going to do before you go to bed and go back to work on Monday is going to be tuning in to uh, NBC to hear Al Michaels and uh, Collinsworth and Michelle Tafoya, who, by the way, I think does an incredible job on the sidelines. Does an incredible job. I'm a big fan of hers. And maybe we can get Michelle on the show at some point in time, but I'm a big fan of hers. And uh, Collinsworth, I'll be honest with you, I had to kind of warm up to him. But over the last several years, I've really liked him. Al Michaels has been one of the best in the business. But that's my favorite game of the week. And, you know, I watch the games uh, kind of my Sunday, just to kind of put it in a nutshell. Normally, if the Chargers are playing or were playing, and even now, I'm going to make an effort to watch. I want to see what they're going to do. Okay, if they get beat, so be it. You know, I'm not going to have my whole day ruined any longer if the Chargers get beat, like it was once upon a time. Now, when when I was a kid and Don Coriel was coaching, well, I was was a young adult at the time, and they would lose, I was almost physically sick because I loved watching Eric Coriel. Okay, it's not like that any longer. I don't have a fish in in the water any longer, if you'd like to put it that way. You know, I pull for the 49ers because John Lynch played for me, and he's a good guy, and uh, I think Kyle Shanahan's a really good coach, and, you know, hopefully Garoppolo can have a good year. But, you know, I watch the NFL a lot different now, and I'm sure you do out there as well. And, you know, but if you're a Charger fan, hey, I, I encourage you to give me a call. And, of course, I know people are listening on the Radio.com app. You can give me a call uh, because you're listening to the program uh, from the Radio.com app. And, by the way, we'll have a high school football game on Radio.com app on Friday night. It'll be a a pretty good matchup. The Oceanside Pirates take it on the San Marcos Knights at San Marcos. Uh, That game will get underway at 7 o'clock. But I want to talk NFL. And we're going to talk about NFL right now. We're going to talk about Ezekiel Elliott. Because I thought that Jerry Jones would get this done. I've been on record the last couple of weeks saying he'd get it done. Now, from what I understand, now that he's signed, they're planning on him playing this week. About 20 to 25 plays. I Yesterday, in our uh, coach's corner, Adam asked me if I thought he would play if he signed this week. And I said no. But right now, it looks like he's going to play. But here's Shereen Williams. She joined Ben and Woods this morning. And this is what she had to say on uh, Ezekiel signing with the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I think Zeke, Zeke won. I think not much is, is obvious. You know, the Cowboys have said we're not going to be working. Setters. And you're right. We haven't seen the deal, and a lot of this is funny money, uh, as we know. It can be. So we haven't seen the full deal yet. But on the surface, it looks like Zeke won this one. The Cowboys repeatedly said we don't want to be market setters. Uh, it's going to be more, it looks like, than than what Todd Gurley got last year from the Rams, which <laughs> makes them a market setter by definition. So uh, I, I think he, he won this. I think it was going to get always get done this week. I don't think there was really too much of a doubt that, that they were going to get this deal done and get Zeke in 
uh, for the opening game. It was the goal of both sides. And the Cowboys, generally, when they want to keep somebody, they do keep keep that player. Um, it's just what they do. They make it work, and, and uh, they made this one work uh, yet again. And that was Shereen uh, Williams. We're going to hear another comment from her uh, here in a minute. But, you know, Jerry Jones, you can say what you want. The guy's the most powerful guy, I think, in the NFL. Uh, I really do. I mean, this guy, uh, you know, we, we could talk about a lot of his missteps over the years and disastrous drafts. And, you know, this year's going to be a big year, I think, for his head coach, Jason Garrett. We'll see where that goes. But this guy gets the job done. He lives and breathes football. He's his own general manager. And, again, we'll uh, we'll see where this goes, but I'm not surprised. Ezekiel Elliott's a talented guy. I mean, a talented guy. And believe me, without him, Dak Prescott won't be nearly as good. I mean, Dak Prescott, for me, and maybe, you know, if you're a Cowboy fan, you may totally uh, throw cold water on me on this. I don't think he's one of the top five or six quarterbacks in the National Football League at all. And I think they're going to have to really weigh what he gets done this year on uh, giving him a, a brand new, a huge contract. I mean, maybe they're sold on him. I'm not necessarily sold on him right now. You take away that big running back, and that's not a very good uh, football team, and they're not going to be able to pass 30 or 40 times and be able to win. Now, I want to get one more comment by uh, Shereen Williams, and this was on could Dallas have survived without Zeke Elliott? Well, I think they would have been fine for about three games. They're going to be favored, I would expect, whether they had Elliott or not in those first three games, which were the Giants, Washington, and Miami. And they probably would have gone 3-0. and Or, you know, Washington's always a tough place to play for them. So maybe not. But worst-case scenario, they go 2-1 and one in those three games. So I think they would have been okay short-term, long-term, no. Uh, if you're going to win a Super Bowl, I think you need Ezekiel Elliott on your roster. Talk about if you're the Cowboys, you need Ezekiel Elliott on your roster to, to win that Super Bowl, to have a chance to win that Super Bowl. So I think they needed to get him in. I think an important part of, part of this is the Cowboys had had absolutely no inclination to give Ezekiel Elliott a new contract right now. They were going to push it to, to the offseason. They were going to try to get Amari Cooper uh, and Dak Prescott done and push Zeke to, to the offseason because he's got two he had two years left on his deal. Uh, and, and then the holdout happened, and he became the priority. And so he was never supposed to be the first one of three to get a deal done. Well, they needed to get him in because if they don't have him, they're not going to win. It's that uh, simple. And, again, that was Shereen Williams this morning from Pro Football Talk on uh, with Ben and Woods. Let's get back to the phones again if you want to chime in today, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. I can tell you right now, uh, this hour is probably the best hour of the day to give me a call because coming up at 205, I've got Darren Balsley, Padre pitching coach, and in studio at 235, head basketball coach of USD, Sam Scholl, going to stop by today. Alex in Mission Valley, you're next up with Coach John Cantera on a Wednesday. How are you? Doing good. How about yourself, coach? I'm doing well, Alex. What's on your mind today? Well, I mean, there's been a lot. I mean, the Chargers, uh, you think now that Ezekiel got the deal, you think – Melvin, do you think that's going to have any impact on Melvin? 
Going uh, back to the Chargers? Well, it's a good question because uh, right now it seems like the, the Chargers have dug their heels in. Tom Telesco over the weekend came out and said, hey, we're not renegotiating uh, until after the season. Therefore, you know, uh, by that time, Melvin will be a free agent. He can go anywhere he wants. If he wants to play for the $5.6 million this year, then you better get into camp and uh, get ready to play. If not, uh, unless he uh, wants to sit out the entire year, which I think would be a big mistake because it wouldn't accrue a, a season and he'd still owe the Chargers a year. At some point, he's going to have to come in. So, you know what? He had to you know, bury the hatchet in the sand, not into one another's back right now, and get the job done because this really, I think, could derail the Chargers' season. Oh, I do too, and I think this year could, they, could, they could do it if Melvin goes. Well, I'll tell you, Alex, I'm a big Melvin Gordon fan, and I know he's been working out here in San Diego. I know he was here yesterday working out. I want to see him uh, get in there just because I think he's a pretty good guy. I know he loves San Diego. I know he never wanted to leave San Diego, and I certainly appreciate that. I think he's an easy guy to root for. But uh, the Chargers right now don't seem like they're going to budge at all. And they did offer him $10 million, and he uh, he didn't want that offer. So, you know, right now, I don't know where it's going to end up. Uh, but right now, it doesn't look good for Melvin or the Chargers. I know. Do you, now, do you blame Melvin for it? Do you think he's making a mistake by doing all this? Uh, do I blame Melvin? Well, I, I'm a man that I, I believe that you need to live up to what you signed. That's number one. But I also understand the landscape of the National Football League. If the Chargers really wanted Melvin Gordon pass this year, then they would they would find a way to get it done, and they wouldn't have let it get to this point. So, you know, I think there's blame to be really on both sides. I mean, normally NFL teams with one year to go uh, with a guy they like, They'll get a contract extension. That tells me uh, they're they're fine with him. They think maybe he's getting hurt a little bit too much, and after this year they were going to part ways anyways. That's kind of the way I'm seeing it right now. Okay. I can see that. Okay, well, I appreciate it, Coach. All right, Alex. I look forward well, to hearing from you again, buddy. Oh, definitely. Thank you very much. Take care. And with that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll get to uh, more of your phone calls. You want to get in the rotation for Bench the Coach. we got Bench the Coach coming up, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Bench the Coach coming up at 150. But you need to call right now to get into the rotation. And, again, we're playing today for uh, Padre tickets uh, for next Wednesday night against the Chicago Cubs. Coach John Katera, we're going to 3 o'clock today right here on 97.3 The Fan. One thirty-nine. the time on a Wednesday. You want to be in the rotation for a bench the coach, give us a call right now. i got an opportunity to win Padre Cub tickets for next Wednesday night. Uh, you can't win if you don't play. 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Bench the coach coming up here in just about uh, 10 minutes. Again, uh, 2 o'clock hour, we're packed today. Uh, 205, Darren Balls are going to join us from uh, Chase Field as the Padres finish up the seven-game road trip. They need a win tonight. They need a win tonight uh, to have a winning road trip. They'll be back home uh, Friday night. They've got an off day tomorrow. They'll be home against Nolan Arenado and the Colorado Rockies on uh, Friday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then the uh, Cubbies come into town uh, early next week. Hey, want to remind everyone, and, and I would hope a lot of people in the North County that have uh, 
uh, been big fans of mine. I would hope that you would make an effort maybe to come out at some point on Friday. I'm going to be out at the new location of the Golf Mart in Carlsbad off of Haymar Drive for a grand opening celebration this Friday from noon to 3. While you're there, you can sign up to be the biggest fan to win great prizes from 97.3 The Fan. Again, uh, the new Golf Mart in Carlsbad off of Haymar Drive. I'll be there from uh, 12 to 3. So hopefully... Uh, uh, some of you uh, North County folks that listen to 97.3 The Fan will uh, stop by. So we'll look forward to uh, hopefully seeing you on uh, Friday. I want to get back uh, to the NFL here, and then I want to hear from Rocky Long a little bit. And I would hope that Aztec fans would enjoy this program. I know we're not the flagship of the Aztecs, but uh, believe me, uh, we know what's going on with the program out there, having been a part of Aztec football for uh, many years and uh, a lot of tough years, I might add. Uh, I wish our radio uh, station would have had the uh, Aztecs uh, uh, a few years ago uh, because I, I, I was doing the games when uh, they were going through a very transitional period, to say the least. And more times than not, I got on that plane and they'd give me that dry turkey sandwich and a Coke and I'd sit back in my chair after a, a loss on the road. But uh, hopefully the, the boys are going to be able to put it together. But I want to go back to uh, Jared Goff uh, getting that deal late last night by the L.A. Rams. I'd ask you, is Jared Goff... And I know he's come a long ways the last uh, few years. I mean, after that rookie year, he was like 0-7, just awful. And there, people are calling him a bust, and he can't do this, he can't do that. And the last couple of years, he's been great. I mean, he played great football. I know he had a rough Super Bowl, but I think he'll bounce back. But is he truly a, a franchise quarterback? Is he going to be a guy like Rodgers and Brady and Roethlisberger and Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees? Is he going to be one of those guys you think long-term? I don't know. I don't know, but I'll tell you what, he's getting paid like it. He signed a four-year contract extension for worth a $134 million and $110 million guaranteed. $110 million guaranteed. <gasps> yeah, that, that's kind of what I thought. I mean, they're throwing around funny money right now in professional sports. I mean, there's bench warmers in the NBA that are making $20 million a year. I mean, bench warmers. Guys that don't even get their warm-up suit off on a game on a Wednesday night on national TV. It's amazing. But they're always crying poverty. And what do they do? They just keep raising ticket prices for all of us. But anyway, Jared Goff gets this deal. He's the guy. They made a long-term commitment. Here's Shereen Williams again this morning with Ben and Woods on what she had to say about Jared Goff's uh, contract extension. Yeah, you know, two years from now, we might be looking at that deal and going, man, what a bargain <laughs> the Rams got for that. They believe he's their franchise quarterback. And regardless of, of what you think, if you, you think he's one of the top quarterbacks, and I don't think anybody anybody would argue that. I don't even know that a Rams fan would argue that he's a top-five quarterback in the league. But he took the team to the Super Bowl, so they obviously can win with him. They know that. Uh, they believe in him. They think he's only going to get better. They probably will have to rely on him a little bit more. But the fact is, that's what the market bears. That's what they had to pay to keep him. That That's just the price of doing business, period, end of story. You know, your value is based on what, someone is willing to pay uh, for you. And, you know, it's what Melvin Gordon's finding out. Um, he thinks one thing, but no one yet is willing to pay that price. And so your value is not that if, if no one's willing to pay that price. With Jared Goff, obviously the Rams believe in him uh, and, and think he is their not only their present, but their future. And quarterbacks have longevity. 
And that, again, that was Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk this morning with uh, Ben and Woods. And just a reminder for tomorrow, uh, we're going to have a little roundtable, uh, 12 to 1. Big day here at 97.3 The Fan. Uh, we got a big staff meeting at 10 or 11 o'clock, and then we're going to have a roundtable, 12 to 1, with uh, Ben and Woods, uh, yours truly, and Gwen and Chris. Then we're going to have John Bacon, a great writer who uh, has written a, a book on the Michigan Wolverine football program from 2011, how important 2019 is to uh, the career of Jim Harbaugh there in Ann Arbor. And then tomorrow night I'll be back in following uh, Thursday night football because we'll be carrying the uh, first game of the NFL season. We carry all Thursday, Sunday night, and Monday night football games right here on 97.3 The Fan. And then Braden Soprenant, yours truly, will be in with our high school program tomorrow night from 9 to 11. So a big day tomorrow for uh, yours truly and 97.3 The Fan. Uh, we need another contestant right now. Actually, we'll take two contestants right now. If you want to give us a call for Bench the Coach, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. And again, uh, the winner today, if you can take me down, if you challenge me and can take me down, uh, you will win uh, Padre tickets the next Wednesday night for Joe Madden Chicago Cubs. Again, 833 288 0973. We'll get to bench the coach here uh, shortly, but I want to get to Rocky Long. And, uh, you know, how, how much can we talk about the Aztecs right now uh, after that performance last week against Weber State? And, you know, I was telling somebody uh, this morning, they came in and they were doing something with me here in the studio. And I go, Did you watch the game? He goes, No, nah, I was out of town. And I go, Well, you didn't miss much. I go, The people that I feel bad for on this whole deal are the people that don't have a Facebook account and had to go through all the rigmarole of uh, signing up for Facebook so they could watch the game. Well, I've had a Facebook account for a long period of time. And a lot of you people out there are probably Facebook friends that, you know, you, you dialed me up a long time ago. And if you want to communicate, great. You can communicate with me. Uh, and I always respond. I always respond to people. No matter what uh, form of social media I'm on, I don't use Instagram as much as I probably should. Uh, more Twitter or Facebook, you know, kind of an old fogey guy on Facebook. I uh, try to stay in touch with some old friends that, you know, went to high school or college with or some of my ex-players. But people had to sign up last week to be able to watch the Aztec game. And that's a problem in itself. The game's not on TV, okay? That, that's a problem for the fan base here in San Diego. Definite problem. But, man, the offense was just so Neanderthal. So Neanderthal. And they're supposed to open it up. I just don't think... They have the players right now. And really, to do what they're trying to do, it's going to take two or three years in the recruiting cycle to get those type of players into the program. So therefore, what I'm saying, and we're going to hear from Rocky in his press conference from yesterday, some of the comments he made, it's going to take a while. And it may not be this year. And this year may not go as well as you would hope it would go. But here's Rocky Long yesterday talking about uh, his offense, talking about his football team and where they're at right now. We have a lot of improving to do all over our team. But I think, and I think I said this before the season ever started, I, I said I think about three or four weeks in we're going to be a good football team. We're a long way from being a good football team right now, I'll promise you that. And we need a couple, three more games before of live action against quality opponents, which we have this week, before we're going to round in the shape. And if we don't get anybody hurt, we're going to have a good football team. We're just not very good right now. We're very, very average right now. But we're going to be good if we don't get anybody hurt. We're going to be a good football team. 
Well, defensively, I thought they looked pretty good. Now, granted, uh, Weber State isn't uh, Nevada. They're not Boise State. They're not Fresno State. It's going to be an interesting test on uh, Saturday because UCLA's not great either. But UCLA, you would think, has maybe a little bit better cut athlete. Uh, they've got, obviously, a lot more resources up there. Uh, Chip Kelly in his second year running that offense. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson wasn't very good last week. I think he ended up, what, 8-for-26 last week. Um, they turned the ball over four times. UCLA's not great. And what's amazing, Chip Kelly, who had that great run, great run at Oregon, and right now he's 3-10 and 10 as the head coach of UCLA. He's making a ton of money, a ton of money up there. And uh, we'll see what uh, happens. That game's going to be at 115. And I would certainly think that a lot of our listeners here at 97.3 The Fan will be at the game because I've given them tickets away for three weeks to this game. Okay? And, and Monday, when I come in between 12 and 3, I would hope that our listeners that went to that game would call me and tell me what they thought of the Aztecs' performance. I don't know if you, uh, you, UCLA can beat San Diego State. Both ball clubs are trying to find their identity right now. So we'll have to wait and see. All right, uh, we need to get to uh, bench the coach, and we got Thomas in here today. He's going to be our referee, uh, Big Odd Thomas. And by the way, Odd Thomas, yesterday on the uh, predictions on the uh, Gwen and Chris program, you sounded great on the air, my friend. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. All right, let's get to bench the coach. It's time to test your San Diego sports knowledge and see if you have what it takes to try and bench the coach on 97.3 The Fan. All right, Coach, so today's player in Bench the Coach is going to be Dalton and Claremont. All right, Dalton, how you doing today, buddy? Pretty good, Coach. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, playing a part of this, and thanks for tuning into my program. All right, Dalton. All right, Dalton, (laughs) so I'm going to ask a question, and then you – are going to get the first choice in this game. You have to pick, and you, you and Coach are going to volley going back and forth, eliminating people from this list, and it's first to three, all right? Sounds good. All right, so the question today is, with Ronald Bolanos making his MLB debut last night, name any Padre who's made his MLB debut this season, excluding Bolanos. There are 15 players besides Bolanos. So, Dalton, you get the first choice. Name one rookie who made his debut this year for the Padres. Fernando Tatis Jr. Very good. I will go. Uh, I can go a lot of different ways. Well, I'll go with tonight's starting pitcher, Chris Paddock. All right, so we're tied at one. Dalton? Still here. All right. Can you name another Padres rookie who debuted oh, this Oh, yeah, show? I'm sorry. Carl uh, Contrell. All right. Coach. All right. Well, I've got a variety, a potpourri of guys <laughs> I could go for. How about uh, how about if I go with a guy by the name of Josh Naylor? All right. We're tied at two apiece. Now, you, now, now you know, I want you to know, if he gets this, he actually wins. Oh, he we're, Yeah, we're a, a caller-friendly program, and if he nails three in a row, he wins the tickets. All right, Dalton, so here we go. Pressure's on for the game. Can you name right. another rookie that made his debut for the Padres this year? Give me a second here. Uh, let me see here. Hedges already was up there. Let me see. Come on, Dalton. We're going to need need an answer. We're going to have to put the clock on you. 
All right, put the clock on. I got uh, five, four, Chris three. Patty. Coach, oh, <laughs> Coach mentioned that one already. So, Coach, to win, can you name another starting or a, a rookie that made his debut for the Padres? Unfortunately, I can, and it's going to cost uh, Dalton the opportunity to go see the Cubs play the uh, 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 Cubs to play the Padres next week. I will go with Nick Margavichus. All right, so Coach, you are the winner today and bench the coach. Hey, uh, Dalton, I'm sorry about that, buddy, but uh, we'll look forward to having you again no on. No worries. Hey, I appreciate having you. Thanks for being here. All right, thanks to uh, everyone that called in, and uh, we'll uh, try to do uh... – I like to give these tickets away, Thomas, to be honest with you. And go ahead and play the little sounder, and then you and I will talk a little bit. That's a wrap. <laughs> the coach has been benched for now A 97.3 The Fan. You know, I'm a competitive guy, and you know that in the mm-hmm. time that you've known me. You know, I like to do a good job. I, I, I spend a lot of time preparation uh, for the programs. and um, But, you know, I, I kind of like to lose because I, I want my, my listening audience to win these tickets, but I, I had to go with Nick Margavichus on that. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we'll uh, do it again tomorrow, and we'll have uh, more tickets to give away. Uh, if you want to get in and uh, give me a call today, 833-288-0973, 833 0973. We got a couple of minutes here, uh, Thomas. I do want to uh, get to my uh, fantasy football team, and before I do that, how about if I uh, throw out Sean Davis? You're our biggest fan today, Sean Davis. You have ten minutes right now to give us a call back at eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three to win a pair of tickets to see the Padres host the Dodgers on September twenty fourth at seven ten, and be entered to win our grand prize a two night stay at the Venetian Resort in Las Vegas, including a trip to Lagasse Stadium. The Ultimate Sports Bar, a restaurant with stadium seating featuring elevated game time classics and gourmet options uh, from uh, Emerald Lagasse. Make sure to sign up at 973thefansd.com slash biggest fan to enter. Again, Sean Davis, right now you have 10 minutes at 833-288-0973 to claim your uh, biggest fan prize today. Uh, want to uh, get to our fantasy team. Uh, last night, 8 o'clock, I was raring to go. Hopefully I would uh, do a good job. And overall, were you happy with your fantasy picks last night? Yeah, I can't complain. Um, I tuned in for the first couple picks, and then I had some other stuff. I had to eat dinner with the girlfriend. And kinda... Good. That's a smart move. So I kind of tuned it out, auto-picked it, and just, you know, Ate my vegetables, said my prayers, and eat my vitamins, as Hulk Hogan would say. Okay, I want you to listen to my picks. We got about a minute and a half or so before we got to get a break. Again, we got Darren Balsley coming up at 205. My offense, my quarterback, Drew Brees. Like it? Great, great pick. Got him a little bit later in the uh, draft, too. Uh, Julio Jones was my number one pick, the wide receiver with the Atlanta Falcons. Great pick. He's probably about to get an extension here soon, too. How about Julian Edelman? Real grinder right there. Good underneath receiver. I got Todd Gurley. Ooh, question mark. We'll see what he what his knee looks like, but I think he's going to be a great stud for the Rams again. One of my personal favorites, Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. The big back scoring down around that goal line. Roll Tide. Uh, O.J. Howard. Another Alabama guy, but yeah, great pick. I think Jameis Winston's going to thrive with him this year. Alshon Jeffrey. Okay. Okay, my uh, bench, Cortland Sutton, the young wide receiver with the Denver Broncos. Got to understand, my son-in-law is a big Denver Bronco fan, so when in doubt, take a Bronco, okay? And uh, then you've got uh, Rashad Penny with Seattle. I'm expecting a much better performance from him in year two than year one. Was that kind of a homer pick? A little bit, because the the clock was rolling down, and I had to make a pick. 
Uh, then I went with Sam Darnold as my backup quarterback. I think a lot of people expect him to do big things with Le'Veon Bell in his backfield now. I uh, went with Noah Fant, that young rookie tied in with Denver, who uh, they, I think, spent a second-round draft pick on. Uh, here's another one that I'm going to sit him on the bench and wait and see how it works, but I got LaShawn McCoy because he knows Andy Reid's system. I don't expect him to play a lot uh, the first couple of weeks, uh, but I do expect him to be able to get me some points. Coach, that sounds like a pretty good team. Okay, let me finish here. we got about 20 seconds. i got Brian McManus. Uh, Denver kicker, always kicks well at home. Uh, the uh, Minnesota Vikings is my defense, and my backup defense is the Pittsburgh Steelers. We are forced to be reckoned with. Not bad, huh? No. We're going to get to the top of the hour. We'll get you a timeout. We'll come back. We're going to be joined by Padre pitching coach Darren Bosley next on 97.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.